Welcome to Climate Quickies, bite-sized nuggets of climate goodness from our TEDx London experts in under five minutes. There are more than three billion gamers on the planet. So how do we get them on board with climate? In this week's Climate Quickie, we hear from Deborah Mensah-Bonsu, the founder of Games for Good and the organizer of the Green Game Jam, an event which brings people together to come up with a new game idea that will inspire climate knowledge, education and action. So how are people playing for the planet? Let's get into it with Deborah. Stay curious. Hi everyone, I'm Deborah. I run a consultancy called Games for Good. My focus is in games and social impacts. As an industry, our reach and potential influence is pretty much unparalleled. I'm really a believer of meeting people where they are and there are more than three billion gamers on the planet. So video games are the biggest entertainment medium of our time. So why are video games such a powerful tool, not just in the climate movement, but I think in general? Games are just different to any other medium, so they're not passive. They give players agency. That means there's a greater ability to empathize but then also to learn new concepts and systems and try things out. There's space to, to problem solve, right? To imagine different and better futures. Something I always say is that as game makers, we have the two most valuable things anyone can really have. We have people's time and we have their trust. And I believe if you respect your players, then you can really change the world for the better together. There are tons of different games out there that are trying to tackle different environmental subjects. One thing that I particularly focus on is something called the Green Game Jam. That's a yearly initiative where studios kind of tweak and innovate on their existing games with existing audiences to try to reach them about environmental themes. With this Game Jam, we're actually trying to use games that are already out there in the wild that have millions of players and then trying to tweak and innovate on those games to try to reach players now as opposed to later. Because especially when it comes to the environment, we are a bit short on time. This year, the theme is wildlife and we have nearly 30 studios. So, you know, everything from Ubisoft and Supercell, Bandai, Tencent, Rovio, who are all trying to find ways to help conserve three wild ecosystems across the globe. And that's together with their players. We're trying to protect the habitat of three mascot species. We've got the harlequin toad, the snow leopard, and the manta ray that are living respectively in the Amazon, Himalayas, and then Western Indian Ocean. And studios are going to submit their concepts around Earth Day in April. And then players will actually get to see this content live in game in June around World Environment Day. Through the jam last year, we actually had the opportunity to gather studios for a piece of research. We managed to ask more than 300,000 gamers about their attitudes towards the environment. And then also more specifically, like green activations or almost 53% of gamers say that environmental issues are already affecting them now. And then another 26% said um, that it will affect them at some point in their lifetime. And there was only a really small percentage, like 5.7%. Of those, you know, more than 300,000 that said they didn't think they would be impacted. And then 
Uh, almost 80% of gamers believe that gaming can help you learn about the environment. More than 35% say they would like to see or see more environmental content in their games. And then 46% said they'd also like to see it if it fits within the game's like universe or narrative in some way. More than a third said they would choose a game with green themes over one without. Uh, which we thought was really interesting. 32.5% said they would be more likely to play games that incorporate green themes. And then that actually rose to 46.3% in the post-survey. So that was run after the green content. Um, so it's interesting to see that, you know, once people get like a taste of it, they want more, which I think is really cool. Green activation response showed that players are more likely to commit to an action again after playing the content. So it was 72.7% before, and then that rose to 81.5% after playing some of the content. So I think with this still in the early stages of like what the potential of even this kind of research could unlock, we've kind of just scratched the surface on this kind of work. I really believe that like all games have the potential to incorporate some kind of environmental messaging within their games, right? When it comes to more climate-focused games, one is Riders Republic. It's a really beautiful game about like sports and active life in national parks. So players within the game got to participate in a climate march, which I thought was really, really innovative. And then they're also creating another piece of content around wildfires. Ubisoft Mainz is also another great example. It's a city builder. But the team actually turned the game mechanics on their heads so players would have to make more sustainable decisions in order to be rewarded in the game. There's another one called Terra Nil from the developer Free Lives out of Cape Town. And they've created this eco-conscious strategy game. In there, you sort of are turning a wasteland into a new and thriving ecosystem. Once you're done, you kind of recycle everything so you don't leave a footprint, <laughs> which is quite cool. Uh, and then another one by a studio out of Switzerland called Strafon Studios is called The Wandering Village. You're building a society or like, a, again, it's like a, a city builder, but you're on the back of this massive wandering creature called an Anbu. I've seen just more and more of these kinds kind of pop up that are really trying to make you think about how you exist within like the context around you and how do you uh, not harm the context around you. So if you're interested in finding out more, you can check out the Playing for the Planet website. You can check out Games for Good as well. Thanks for listening to This Quickie. This episode was created by our superstar podcast team at TEDx London. Until next time, stay curious.